Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick, or we need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Yeah. What, what it is, hopefully is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is February the 7th. Happy Black History Month. The culture pushers are here. And if you listen to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure you subscribe or get us a like and a review. Make sure you tell a friend to 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 tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell <laughs> How y'all doing, boys? Happy Friday. Really good, here. man. That boy, that boy Andy Reid finally got one, man. Yes, sir. Hey. Super happy for him, man. I was kind of kind of uh nervous a little bit because you know I was pulling for the Chiefs. I wanted to see a good game, but I wanted to see Andy Reid get get his uh ring. But um when they went up 2010, man, and Gabe hit me up, hit up the group or whatever, telling some game time, man. I ain't say it because I didn't want to jinx it. But I was like, man, nah, no way, bro. Stew my homes, bro. All playoffs, man. Playoffs, coming back. All all playoffs coming back from uh, you know, they were trailing pretty much the whole playoffs. So I knew it went over, man. I'm, I'm glad he uh they got the win, man. I always jinx stuff. <laughs> no, you really do, bro. <laughs> that shit be really funny. bad. That's why I'm just trying not to say stuff no more now. Because anytime I say it, they always come back. But Patrick Mahomes is a bad boy. That dude is a beast, man. It's like right. They were like rushing him, like you know that that front four for San Francisco is amazing, man. And they were like, you know, kind of forcing him to get the ball out of his hands faster than he wants to. But he just unleashed another weapon of him, like taking off and running when he has to now. Like he was just like it was a couple plays where like Joy or Nick Bosa had him, you know, by the ankle or whatever. He just slipped past the bro, just you know, got a little 15, 20, 20 rush yard, whatever. So there's nothing you can do with that man, bro. Joy Bosa's good too. Oh yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, they both fire. I, I I think what's the over under for Patrick Mahomes getting three Super Bowls before it's all over? You gotta go with the over. Oh, man, I think that might be a good number. You know, it's it's real hard, man. Even you know, you think about these great quarterbacks, man. Like Breeze only went one time. Aaron Rodgers only went one time. Dan Marino only went one time. So, you know, it's it's more than just the quarterback. But you know, we might be just witnessing something special. They got nice. Travis Kelsey locked up. They got. He's getting uh, a, little, a little older, but you're right. Uh, Tyreek Hill is locked up. Tyreek Hill, yeah. They're about to lock up Patrick Mahomes. He's about to be the, the highest-paid co- player in the NFL, period. They'll keep a young running back. Let me ask y'all a question, though, because, uh, you know, we're all Falcons fans. Um, so, first of all, who y- who do y'all think was the, the problem in that Super Bowl loss for us? Kyle Shanahan. For sure. Oh. Exactly. And I think he sure. made it a little. I think he made it. It made it way more clear in this past Super Bowl for the fact that he didn't want to run the ball. Like that was the exact thing that happened in Atlanta. You know, it was a bigger lead in Atlanta, which means he should have ran it. You know, more of a reason to run it. But I mean, the same situation pretty much is in this past Super Bowl. Like you had a lead in the fourth quarter, and he wasn't running the ball. It was so weird. Like it was like so two weird. times where I thought it was over when they got the ball back because I was like, all right, he's about to try to run the ball down the throat. And then Patrick they get Mahomes on the field. Two interceptions. Yeah, they do two interceptions. It was like everything yeah, was happening the way they wanted it to happen. And they just get, kept giving them chances, bro. And it was like, wow. I understand the, the reasoning. You want to keep him off the field. Like, you want to, you know, you want to put up points and, you know, not give him a chance to come back. But so I ain't trying to back Shanahan up, but Garoppolo is not that guy. 
Oh, it was a couple third down plays. Kittle is wide open. Wide open, yes. Wide open. He just basically throwing the ball away. He ain't even throwing it to a receiver to make a play. He just throwing the ball away. And at that point, I was like, Garoppolo is not that guy, bro. Yeah, facts. Uh, do you think it's Garoppolo? I mean, what, 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 if, he, what if they would have got that that um they called that. Pass interference on uh, George Kittle right before halftime. I mean, even after that, what's pass interference? He 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 pushed off of him. I mean, all right, all right, all right. So today's episode, another reason too too is like, why? What other reason would you have to not try to score in the last minute and a half before halftime with all your timeouts left? Because they didn't want to give Patrick Mahomes the ball up back. They had all their timeouts, too. You just seen how fast Patrick Mahomes can score. You just concede and go into halftime. They did, and they took a shot before the half. And that's what I'm saying. George Kittle got that uh, pass in the pen. But that was after a timeout, though, right? Like, the Chiefs took a timeout, and then they took Mm -hmm. a shot. Yeah, so that was like, oh, well, we might as well take a shot now. They They didn't want the Chiefs to get the ball back. Patrick Mahomes score is really fast, bro. And you would have gave it ball back with him with good field position. Right. Matter of fact, talk about, talk about that pass to Tyreek Hill. Exactly. But one play to score. Right. The fact that he didn't even step into that throw and he yeah. was getting hit while he threw it, man. Like, that dude, Pat Mahomes, bro. Like, look at the and he, like, threw an underhand. I don't know what he did. I was like, what the hell is he doing? And that shit well, went 60 yards. Crazy. All right. Facts. But uh, today's episode is another part of our Dynasty series. We're going to get into some of the fantasy Dynasty. <laughs> oh, shit. Go, go, go back. We can't go back. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Rewind. Then we're going to get into the Dynasty buys and sells that we came up with. Some of the players that uh, that you might be thinking about buying or you might be thinking about selling that are on your team. So hopefully we can persuade you either way. Yes, sir. Who you got? Who you got first? Who want to go first? Me first. Me first. Me first. Go ahead. All right. So my first buy um, was just talking about this team, Miko Harmon. So um, in 16 games, you know, he he didn't post a, you know, he was kind of overshadowed by a lot of the rookies this year. He posted, he had 41 targets, 26 receptions, 538 yards, and six touchdowns. So just for a comparison, you look at Tyreek's rookie year, he had more targets. He had 83 targets, 61 catches, but he put up 593 yards and also has six touchdowns. So those the yards and touchdowns, similar. Um, Nicole also tied for first in the league for four 40-plus yard touchdowns, first in yards after reception and um, yards after contact per reception, and also was first in points per touch. Um, so, you know, he, he he's explosive play ability, as you can tell by these numbers I just read out. And that was with, you know, limited targets. So if his targets go up, man, I think that he would be a great buy low. Um, and then you also have Watkins saying that he might want to go elsewhere and create another Super Bowl team. <laughs> so <laughs> I put emphasis on creates because this dude really said that shit. 
Um, so, I mean, it's a great chance that he steps into the number two role next year. And even if he doesn't step into the number two role, like, I still think his role will expand because Andy Reid's an offensive genius and an explosive player like Miko Harmon. I think he's going to find ways to get him involved. Um, he has, of course, he has Mahomes throwing him the ball. And you think about it, he was going in the first round of rookie drafts when all that hurry drama was going on. So I think that the owner who spent that first round pick on him probably wasn't impressed with that if he wasn't really paying attention. Um, and I believe that he could be half for early to mid second rookie rookie pick this year. So that's my first dynasty buy. A mid second, uh, early to mid second is what I would be willing to pay for him. I think his ceiling is what Tyreek Hill. Yeah, exactly. Look, I mean, five hundred thirty-eight yards, five hundred ninety-three. They both had six touchdowns a rookie year. What's his floor? His floor, I think, is what he did this year. Yeah, which is kind of low, but I mean, he's a. I mean, if you don't, if he, as long as he's still, as Watkins is still there, then I think he'll put up similar numbers. But I don't think Watkins is going to be there too much longer. So I mean, this is dynasty we're talking about. So yeah. If I can invest in that type of player, then I'm willing. To, I'm gonna do that every time. What do help his upside, as you stated, is Patrick Mahomes. So, exactly. Hard not to buy anything attached to Patrick, <laughs> especially something that you know is gonna be there for a while. But it's I'm a sure. lot of good rookie wide receivers coming out, though. That's what I'm saying. Like I yeah. feel like he he was in the shadows of a lot of these rookies. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones that's coming out this oh, year. Oh, coming out this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's these true. number one guys. Yeah, these like, are like, these are yeah, these are we'll get to it when Dude, we get on. His ceiling is a wide receiver one, I feel like. If he, he could put up 538, 538 yards and six touchdowns on 41 targets, just imagine if that number rises to 70 targets. Like, I think this, this ceiling is amazing, and you can get it, get them for real cheap. I feel like this shit, um, right now before you know. I mean, the Watkins decisions, you know, the Watkins decision takes place. Like, is he going to stay? Is he going to leave? If he leaves, that price is going to go way up. I think, I think, well, I think Watkins gone. 14 mil. Yeah, exactly. He got a pretty hefty contract, too. So he's going to have to restructure or something. I like that. Who you got, Javar? Well, and super flex. I like Cam Newton as a buy low and super flex. But overall, I have uh, Mike Williams out there in L.A. 2019. He had 66 targets, caught 43 of them for 664 yards, and he averaged 15.44 yards per catch and 10 touchdowns. In 2020, he went up, his targets went up to 90. He only caught 49 of those passes for 1,001 yards. But his yards per catch went to 20.43. He only had two touchdowns. And remember in 19, the summer of 19, his height was real high. And so I don't think that height should really go anywhere, but some owner could be disappointed, not even looking at the fact that his yards and his touchdowns should go up. And uh, as I was stating, Mike Williams and A.J. Brown averaged more than 20 yards per reception in 2019. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams combined for 346 total fantasy points of the whole team, while the rest of the receiving corps only had 25.2 yards. Hunter Henry could possibly be gone and will receive more reds on the end zone targets coming Mike Williams' way. He came into the league known as a deep ball receiver, but throughout his season he has displayed improvement in his route running and ability on a bum knee. 
the opportunity and targets are there. The only question is who will be throwing him the ball. Get on this guy and buy low before a quarterback is named for the team and his price rise. That's my guy. Right. Be the quarterback, though. Hey, man, I heard a lot. I heard they're trying to trade up to get Tua. I heard they're trying to trade for Cam. I heard they're looking at Brady. So, how about Taylor? They're gonna be the quarterback next year, boy. I mean, no. <laughs> oh, cool. How much you gonna pay for uh, Mike Will? Uh, I'm really. I mean, well, what you selling them? Are you selling them or are you buying them? I'm buy. Uh, I buy low. I'm like a late first, you know, mid to early second. But if you got that second, um, I'll wait to who's on the clock. And if you don't like nobody on the clock, then go Mike Williams. I'm taking Mike Williams over whoever's there in the second every time. I mean, it's possible Higgins could be. I kind of like Higgins. Higgins, uh, Akers, you know, super flex lead. Akers can fall at that 202, somebody like that. I kind of like those prospects. Yeah, you might be able to like play into because, you know, all these rookies flourished last year. And I don't think that's going to be the case every year. So you might be able to, like, entice somebody with, you know, take this early second-round pick, let me get Mike Williams since he's been disappointing you and everything. But me personally, I'm taking a guy that's been in the league. Was he going on his fourth year now? Mm. 1,000-yard year, okay. year this year, had double-digit touchdowns the year before. I think I'm taking him over whoever's going to be there in a second. Mm. Uh, but I like it, though. I mean, if you can get him for early second, I'm – Every 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 day I'm doing that. I I, I like it, but I know y'all like it because I just I don't know the air yards. It just really <laughs> I just <laughs> go with air yards. I just gotta see who who they who 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 is uh who the quarterback is because I believe in these in these wide receivers that's coming out this year, and I feel like even in a high second you can like especially like about two oh five you can still get like some of the premier wide receivers. That's coming out in the rookie draft. That's how deep it is. It's true that, true that. Um, I'm selling this year. I'm selling Miles Sanders. I mean, he had 179 attempts, 818 yards, three touchdowns, uh, rushing, 50 receptions, 509 yards, three touchdowns receiving. So <clears throat> he's clearly coming into his own, and I know that. And it, I'm not really selling his potential because I think his potential is great. But I'm selling the fact that he's just going to be a committee running back, regardless of how many times like Philly running backs around him went down. Um, Darren Sproles to the Jordan Howards. They always brought another running back around him. You know what I mean? Even all the way down to Boston Scott. Um, he finished as a top 15 uh running back and half point PPR, but I think you can sell him because his hype is so high. I think you can sell him next year as finishing as a top 10 back. I don't think he can get that high. Me personally, I think his ceiling is probably top, uh, probably top 15 actually, just because he's going to be a committee. I just don't, I got to see the touches. I feel like they're going to bring a running back in. I feel like he was a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A beneficiary of a lack of, targets in Philly with literally everybody getting hurt in Philadelphia. They were throwing a Greg Ward Jr. for God's sake at the end of the at the end of the year. So I just think like he was a beneficiary. So he got 50 targets, you know, not I mean 50 receptions. I feel like next year uh with the healthy wide receiver core and they possibly bring it in another running back and a wide receiver, a rookie wide receiver of some sort, I feel like those targets probably will 
that's probably his target floor right now. You know what I mean? I feel like he is at the floor with the targets. I feel like people think they're going to increase, but I think that he's they're going to be the same or they're going to decrease. And I feel like you can sell him right now for how I always think that running backs is easily replaceable in Dynasty right now, period. And I feel like a wide receiver, a solid wide receiver too that you can depend on week in, week out with high upside is is more – like um like more rare not more rare but you know what I mean like I feel like you can get one of you can get a running back a, run, a running back a running back one easily I feel like they, a new one comes every year yeah and I feel I think, like uh, I heard a stat just just sorry to cut you off but I heard a stat on the footballers earlier where they said that uh I forgot when it started but like for the past like I want to say like five years uh two rookie running backs have finished in the top twenty four every year exactly. So, so I feel yeah, like you can sell, you can sell Sanders right now, probably for a top five pick or or even a back end uh, first round pick, and then you could probably throw on a wide receiver too, like a high end wide receiver too, probably like a Odell Beckham Jr. Like his stock is pretty low right now, and I'm, if you dangle Miles Sanders in front of their face, I'm pretty sure they might take it in whatever first round pick they got. You know what I mean? What about like a late first and Miko Hartman for him? Would you do that? Cause I don't think nobody gonna give you a, a late first and Odell Beckham. Bro. I would take, I would take a high second in Odell Beckham. Yeah, uh, I would take a second round in Odell Beckham. But I would, um, I, Miko, so. I might, I might. It depends on what your first round pick is, and yeah. if, if Miko is the, is. The, but I just, I just think that Miles Sanders is not. I'm selling his potential. I'm just selling like him being in his situation right now, and I just think his stock is as high as it's gonna get right now. And if you're a Miles Sanders. Um, owner, this is you. If you're looking to flip right now, this is the time. True, true. Before they bring well, in the uh, running back, and then you'd be like, "Damn, now nobody want him because they know it's a committee." Like people yeah. like got hope that he can be a bell cow, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I got him as a I don't think he'll be a. I don't think he'll be a bell cow, but he's talented. But I just think like Eckler, and you know he's the most talented back Philly done had in a while. You know, a sixty percent. You know, of the backfield percentage. For Sanders would do his good justice, especially if he's the receiving guy. He made a lot of plays last year. I understand with the receivers coming back, that's gonna make more space for him to make plays. And yeah, to his targets too. I think he's still good for like five, four to five targets. You know, just dump off passes, and you've seen they're gonna call him plays on the wheel route for him. He's gonna get you know three plays called for him in the passing games because he's a threat. And you know, they I feel can't. Like these days, too, like if you ain't got like a, what, like the top six backs, I think are workhorses. Like, I mean, the whole league is kind of tr- transitioning to that kind of committee style. As long as it's like two players, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to holding Miles Sanders. Especially if he's your running back, too. But if I can get a top five pick for him, I would do that. Because I think a lot of these running backs coming in will be workhorses. So mm-hmm. I think you could get a top five pick for Miles Sanders right now. We should test that theory. Why don't you uh, send some offers? Don't you? You said you got him, Javar, don't you? Yeah, I do. I don't want him. I'm selling him. If I had, no, him, I'm not. I'm, no, no, oh. I'm not saying send it to you. I'm just I'm gonna oh. send it out to people in the league if you're willing to do that shit. Would you sell it for a top five, Javar? Yeah, but if I get that top five ticket, I'm, I'm drafting to it. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. What you I'm just talking about what you're gonna get. Like, for would you sell Miles Sanders for a top five pick? Super flex, yeah. I get to him. If two yeah. on the clock at four or five, I definitely say him and get to him. 
and one quarterback league, mm, it's Cardinal who on the clock. One quarterback leagues are gross. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. It's crazy what a year will do. <laughs> <laughs> who else you got, Lowe's? All right, for my second uh, buy, I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Higby. Uh, mm. So last year, he finished as the number eight tight end, despite only being involved in the game plan starting in week 12. Since week 12, he was the number one tight end in yards, reception, and 100-plus yard games with four. Um, in that same span, he was number one in points per game with 15. And I believe he could be half for cheap because many owners believe that he was a flash in the pan since Everett, who McVay took in the second round, was injured. Um, but I don't think that's the case because, one, Higby, not Everett, got the contract extension. And then also Everett came back in uh, week 16, played week 16 and 17, and he only played in 6% and 2% of the snaps in those weeks. And he only had one catch for zero yards. Higby, on the other hand, while Everett was healthy enough to play, um, he averaged 11 and a half targets and 25 points in that same two-game span. So I believe that Higby is the guy to own out there, and you may be able to capitalize off of his lack of name value. So what and you think? Maybe like a late second? When they're running a lot of two yeah. tight end sets towards the end of the year, too? Not really, because Everett only played in 6% of the snaps and 2% in Week 17. Mm. So Higby's the guy out there, man. And I think a lot of people still believe that Everett's going to come back next year healthy and be the guy. But hey, that contract extension, you know, you got to follow the money. Follow Higby the money. got the contract extension, man. So I think he's one of a great buy low. He can have that Hooper type effect. You know how Hooper finished the year strong the year before? Mm-hmm. And people still were sleeping on him. And then, you know, last year we all know that he was the number one tight end before he got hurt. I think Higby, if they, you know, if they involve him like they did – um, down the stretch last year, that this dude could be a huge buy low, man. Yeah, I think I would buy. I would buy Hick before a late second because yeah. I, I would buy him for a late second because I know his role is a little bit guaranteed. Like like you, I think he's gonna be the guy out there. No. All right, I got another uh, buy low candidate at tight end too. Um, Los, his name is Noah Fant. Oh, uh, do you know? Oh yeah, his name is Noah Fan. He's my last year. How I was high on Mark Andrews, and look what Mark Andrews ended up as the tight end one. Like I th- said, he was gonna be. I predicted the same thing for Noah Fan. I think um, I predicted. I looked at the numbers, and the numbers are parallel in comparison. Um, Mark Andrews rookie year, he finished as a tight end seventeen with thirty four receptions, five hundred and fifty two yards, and three touchdowns. Compared that to no offense, rookie year, he finished as a tight end 16 with 40 receptions, 562 yards, and three touchdowns. So that's pretty much dissimilar. Um, going into his second year with a second-year quarterback, just like Noah, I mean Mark Andrews, Drew Locke, if you don't know. Um, for the weeks, Locke took over as a starter. Fent was the tight end 15. Um, that's weeks 13 through 17. He finished uh, among the top five in tight ends and yards uh, after the catch per target with 4.5 yards. Um, a stat that Los would like he <laughs> a stat that Los would like he received over 15% of the team's air yards and 12% of the team's total targets. You know what I mean? I know how you like them air yards. Okay, okay. He had trouble with catching the ball at times, but you expect that from a rookie tight end just adjusting to the NFL. Nobody expects rookie tight ends to really be nothing until their second year, and he's coming into his second year. Um, and I think with um, with a lot dead Cortland Sutton at wide receiver one, I think Fent is going to need to take pressure away from him, and which he is, and all young quarterbacks like the safety blanket in tight ends. And with him running 88% of the uh, 
percentage time uh 88 routes percentage uh, with him running routes 88 percent of the time he's on the field uh he's bound to get more targets especially with drew lock is if he's going to be anything like how we predict how everybody's predicting him to be and the other only wide receiver that the broncos currently have on their roster that is even close enough to being uh i think they don't have to drive a wide receiver clearly but it's Deshaun hamilton and um and then I mentioned he runs a four five, and I think he's a great dynasty uh, buy right now. I think his price range is probably a late first or early second. That's pretty much what people were drafting him at last year. I think you might even get him. I think you might be able to get him for a late second if you can sell a uh, Higby for a late second. I think, but no offense, got a little hype around him right now. What do you think? Exactly, exactly, um, and that's exactly where he went in our draft. And uh, secret, he went in one twelve. So. Mm-hmm. It just depends if the owner's patient enough to wait on him. If he's not, if he's expecting him to produce his first year, then you might be able to get him for that late, late first. I would spend. I would spend. Would you spend a late first on no offender? But see, with all the but see with all these wide receivers and stuff coming out, I wouldn't do it though. Or they. It depends. It depends if it's like tight end premium. Tight end premium, I would. Yeah, tight end premium. Yeah, because he could be that. You know that. Tight end that you can have. He is gonna be the Mark Andrews. Yeah, he can. He's super young, he's super athletic. He did. You know, he got the easiest way. I think he got the easiest route to targets. I think so too. And that's what I. That's what I trust the most. He got the easiest path to target. He got a young quarterback who's going to actually give him the ball. They played before fucking Joe Flacco for fucking half the year. You know what I mean? Exactly. My second buy low player because you should still be able to get him for low. Is Steven Sims Jr. On the last four games of the season, he had 10 yards, five reception, 50 yards per game, 12 yards per catch, and one TD. The Redskins receiver did not start the regular season as a valuable, valuable option for the Redskins offense, but he finished the season strong, and that was matters. He had started two of those games and had 20 catches on 36 targets, and four of which were for touchdowns. He's my boy because I picked him up the second week when he went back to back. He's very agile in close quarters and hard to cover at or near the line of scrimmage. This is particularly good for operating in the middle of the field and in the red zone. And you remember they lost uh, Reed, and he's still like, I don't know if he come back, so he can become that valuable slot guy. He has the potential of growing up into a junior element or a Tyler Lockett. And with the uncertainty of Jordan mm. Reed plan, plan, like I said, he could become a slot threat for Hopkins and that offense. So if you go get him, you can probably still get him for a third or fourth. I promise you he will return that investment if you can get him for like a third-round pick or something. or so, even. So you buying Dwayne Haskins is what you're saying right now. He did kind of look better down the stretch last year. And and he got Ron Rivera, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't can't wait. I mean, sure. I'm just buying know. opportunity. If they're gonna be behind, they're gonna be passing. He's gonna have opportunity, and opportunity is gonna be there. Fantasy wise, yeah. you ain't gotta, you know, I ain't buying it like, you know, I'm a, you know, in a fail wise, but fantasy wise, opportunity is gonna be there. It's just Terry Scary and Steven Sims Jr. and uh, PPR half PPR. He should be a def- decent wide receiver. Uh, yeah, what'd you say about a third round pick to get it done for him? I think so. And that's and that'll return your investment real. That'll be a nice. 
And even if it doesn't, it's a third round pick, so. Because I think it's a possibility, it's a possibility that they that they get somebody else in the draft. Right. But I mean, like I said, third round pick, you're not really losing nothing if it doesn't pan out. But he did he did look pretty good down the stretch last year. Especially if you believe in him. That's your boy. Your boy. Just, if you get scoring opportunities, you know, touchdowns are king. And if they come in every other week or so, something like that, you get money. I like it. What you got, Lois? All right, so we on our third one. Um, I'm gonna go with a. No, uh, I think we just say, oh, if you on your third one, I ain't said my second. Did I say my? Yeah, I said my third one. Go ahead. Yeah, we on our yeah. third one. So, um, I'm gonna go with a sell this time, and it hurts me to say this, but I am gonna sell Aaron Jones mm-hmm. because you know we all finally got our wish last year and finally see him unleashed, and you know he did perform. Um, but I think his value may be at an all-time high, so I think it's worth to see what you can get back in return. So last year he finished as a number two running back in half PPR leagues. And I was an owner, and I can say that it kind of didn't feel like he was the number, the second-best running back in the league. And I think that's because he was propped up by his touchdowns. He led all running backs with 23 touchdowns, but we all know about regression by now, and I think he's a prime candidate for that. And if that happens, his numbers can suffer because he didn't score a touchdown in six games. In those six games where he didn't score a touchdown, he only averaged 6.6 points a game. Um, so I think he's a he that I don't see him scoring 23 touchdowns every year. Um, now, I'm not saying he's going to be a bust next year. I just don't think he'll repeat the, his performance as a number two running back. So if you can get like a top three rookie pick for him, I'm jumping all over that. But if you can't get that type of deal, then I'm I'm cool with holding him. I just think that, like you said with um, Miles Sanders, his values is at an all-time high. I think that same case could be said for Aaron Jones because nobody saw him finish as a number two running back. So if people want to jump over that and give you a top three running a top three rookie pick, then I'm taking that all day. Yeah, I, I like a top a top three rookie pick. Yeah, I, I would do it for Aaron Jones, especially like if because he, he, yeah, like you said, he, there's no way he's scoring that many touchdowns again. Twenty three touchdowns, man, and the games that he didn't score a touchdown, he scored six points a game. He killed you, I think, because he did some of that like going in, into the playoffs. Because that's, I think, I beat Boone like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, and he did. He he had like a thirty eight point week, a forty five point week. He was a weak winner at times, but he was also a weak loser too. So I'd rather have a, some more consistency, and if I can get a younger running back. But a higher draft profile, then I'm I'm going for that. I'm just thinking as an Aaron Jones owner, you got him right now. You sell him. That this this is a good take, but I think it'd be hard for the owner to really sell him. <laughs> yeah. I think it would take a little bit more than the first round pick to sell Aaron Jones. I think you got to put a little bit of sugar on top of it with yeah. Aaron Jones. I think I think I need some running back compensation. Not with the first Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. What y'all got? What picks y'all got? <laughs> Come see me. Let's go. How much would you sell for? What picks y'all got? I got like 106. Nah, I need more than that. What you got, Gabe? I think I got 104. Shit, what's what's good? <laughs> nah. Uh, what you mean, bro? Nah, I don't. I don't, I don't want them. I don't want them. Sure. I'm cool. I sold them already. I feel you. We yeah. all sold them. Carlos sold them to me. Then I sold them to Gabe. <laughs> Gabe sold him. I sold him when he was at, at his peak. But now I mean, he had another peak. Really? 
Y'all saw him right before that big uh, six game touchdown. How many every crazy games he scored touchdown? Yeah. What you got, Javon? Who you got? So my cell high and uh, super flex. It's Ryan Tannehill. You know, if you got him, you can go on sale high. Then if you can possibly sell Derrick Henry, I'll go on him. But who I want to focus on him here is the top veteran tight ends, Kelsey and Ertz. Everything is great for Kelsey, who has Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, and he's a huge target share as a tight end. He'll be 30 years old next season, and historically tight ends don't age well. Zach Ertz had a great year, but he's younger than Kels. But frankly, it was all because of the weapons went down and his season was saved at that point. And also his share with Dallas Goddard is coming to a 50-50, and Goddard was still in touchdowns as well, so you got to watch out for that. So back to tight ends reaching 30. Jimmy Grant averaged nearly 900 yards per season through his age 30 season and hasn't topped 650 yards since. Antonio Gates was over 900 yards every year, but one of them through 24, 20, and through from 24 to 29, and then never reached that mark again. If I was a contender, I wouldn't dream of moving Kelsey, maybe Ertz, but everyone else who's not a contender, offer them up and see what you can get back. You know, because on top of that, the tight end market is becoming deep. So their value value is going to eventually keep going lower and lower due to age and tight ends getting deep. You can look for players out there that's getting larger roles now, John O. Smith, Ian Thomas, or you can go for second-year players as Gabe mentioned, Funt, and TJ Hawkinson. Both are great rookie tight end classes coming out as well. And if and super and tight end premium leagues, if you can get a tight end that can average about eight, ten points, you're really good if your other team is good. So I would go out there and sell Ertz and Kelsey and fill your holes and get some extra back. So that's yeah, what she I, said. I definitely think <laughs> I definitely think you can get the ransom with that. I definitely think you can get the, probably get the ransom with uh if you sell Kelsey or Ertz at this point right now. Which cause definitely. Because if you can get like a Mark Andrews plus for Kelsey, man, I'm jumping all over that. Yeah, or I would I would even take like a Jonas Smith plus plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as I get that, because somebody will throw you Jonas Smith if they think they're getting Kelsey and you giving them a first round pick and like a, maybe a wide receiver three. Yeah. And you getting Jonas Smith, who I think is going to finish as a tight end one coming into next year too. Yeah. I like it. I like I like, Ke- I like Kelsey as a sell in Dynasty. I like it. Um, so one of my buys is somebody that people are not talking about. You know what I mean? I don't know why he, he's probably one of the most disrespected people on earth at this moment or at, at this point right now in life. Uh, what if I told you that, um, a wide receiver had 98 receptions, 1,147 yards, seven touchdowns, and he finished as a wide receiver one in half point PPR. And I told you he did all this with a shitty quarterback. You would think he would get more attention, but for some reason he gets no love, and that's my boy Allen Robinson. Um, he's in the prime of his career right now. He's only 26 years old. He had a bad year that one year after he came back from his injury, but he's been a two-time now top 12 wide receiver one with two shitty quarterbacks. I think like he's probably the cheapest wide receiver one you could possibly get right now. I think if you had a top five 
wide uh top five pick you could go get a wide receiver one guaranteed wide receiver one that's still young and it's probably gonna get better because Mitch Trubisky is either gonna be not there or he's gonna have to get better yeah. and I think you can either get and I think you could probably get them as cheap as if you do, if you got somebody who really don't believe in Allen Robinson but that owner probably does but I mean if you got somebody that really don't believe in him that don't that think it's a fluke or don't believe in Mr. Biscuit Hill you could probably get him for a second and put a little sugar on it get him a little wide receiver compensation I think and you're getting the wide receiver one back and I think he's going to be a parental wide receiver one for a little minute right now because well, the target like regardless completely yeah. agree you think it might be because of his name? His name kind of sounds boring. Yeah. Like, see Allen Robinson, you're like, eh. <laughs> and he's not. The I most. agree. I definitely agree with that shit. He's kind of like a Keenan Allen, you know. They be up there, you know. Well, you know, Allen Robinson just had a good year, but you know, Keenan Allen be up there, but people still, you know, he be the last top tier wide receiver to go off the board, really. Uh So you're saying you say you're what you're willing to give up, Gabe? Top yeah. five. Top five, top. You give up a top five draft pick for him? I probably would. If I, Ooh, I don't know if I'm leaving Judy out there. Anyway. Yeah, you could probably have him. You could probably get him for that. I know. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm willing to push the button, but I don't think you. I don't think. I don't. I think you get your money worth. Yeah. You get a guaranteed wide receiver one. Yeah, uh, if he could do that with Mitch and Blake Bortles, then like who? Who can he? That's what I'm saying. He's he's only twenty six. He just got the money, so he's gonna be there. You know he's gonna be there. He wants to be there. I don't know, man. I think I think he's gonna I like it. I don't think he got the money yet. I, I, let me go let me go back and check that. But I think he's about to get the money. I think he came out and said he wants to stay in Chicago. Yeah. I I, I mean, I don't know. I think he wanted the at least I think just because he's so disrespected. He's a wide receiver one and nobody talks about him. Yeah. And I, think I don't you know if I would give up a top probably, five pick, but a, a right. first round pick. Maybe a one ten or something. Yeah, like maybe like between like if All I right. like, I'm capped out. Probably not a top five. I, would, <laughs> I probably wouldn't do that kind of top five. But I would give up. I would give up. Uh, yeah, a late first. Anything after the top five, because that top five is so sacred right now. Exactly. Right. Even in non super flex leagues. Yeah, even in non super flex, it's like even if Joe Burrow is not in the conversation, it's like even better. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's that's it, bro. That's what that's what I got. I like it, man. So uh, yeah, that's uh, who you got? You got something else? Nah, nah. I was just saying, a hey, rock. What you feel? How you feel? Say how you feel. Get it off your chest. Nah, Allen Robinson. I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> Yeah, man. So we just wanted to give y'all a quick episode of some of the dynasty buys out there. So if you're new to dynasty or if you uh just listening to us in your car right now and you're looking for somebody to go buy or somebody to sell right quick just because you uh addicted to trading like we are, man, go out and do this and improve your team. Get the most yes, you can sir. get all the time. Sell high. Sell yeah. high, buy high, buy low. Don't matter, man. Go get your guys. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, good luck to everybody in y'all dynasty startup right now. Uh, I think we should give them a, a, a episode on on how on some kind of a draft soon. What you think? Maybe Definitely. a little mock. Maybe another yeah. little mock, right quick. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. And like always, make sure you follow us at Fantasy in Session on Twitter. Um, look out for great content coming from your boys, man. Thank y'all for all the support. We out. Peace. Peace.